Welcome to Tisha Talks Topics. This podcast is for women who are looking to align their passion with their purpose. And girl, this podcast is for you. We are covering all things on this podcast, all things women, from personal development to entrepreneurship to professional development, parenthood, relationships, you name it, I'm trying to cover it. So without further ado, let's see what this week's episode is about. Before we get started, let me just tell you a quick word about one of my sponsors. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. So today I'm going to be talking about, I thought it would be cool to do like um, a recap of 2019, but not so much in terms of like everything that took place in 2019, but really talk about my experience as an entrepreneur, like the truth about my experience as a full-time entrepreneur. So in today's episode, I think it's really important that um, that I share the behind the scenes regarding this entrepreneurship life, this full-time journey. I know a lot of you have followed me on my journey. And um, at the top of 2019, I left my full-time job at the, um, actually it was the end of January. And I began my full-time uh, my full-time journey into entrepreneurship. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to I tell the truth about entrepreneurship, um, at least my truth and what I experienced in this year. And I feel like it's important to have these conversations because a lot of the times uh, people see things on the outside. You see what's posted on social media. You see what's highlighted. You see those things or maybe even the events or the things that you attend Um, But you don't know all of the things that go on behind the scenes to actually make that happen. And so this episode is entitled The Truth About Entrepreneurship. So guys, I started out this year um, super excited. I had um, my business plan. I had things organized and my goal. My goal was to do several things. Um, I wanted to complete my podcast. I wanted to use my podcast and be able to monetize my podcast and have a stream of income that way. I also wanted to continue my teaching as an adjunct professor um, and bring in a stream of income that way. And then I also wanted to um, begin coaching um, on personal development and um, growth for individuals and do that through personal one-on-one coaching and also do that through group coaching. And I wanted to do that um, through an online forum, which would free up my time um, more. And so I had all these things planned out. I was also going to continue promoting my book that I wrote entitled Second Chances. And I was going to be uh, doing some more eBooks. So I had a lot of things, okay? I had a lot of things on my list, but what I knew was that I wanted to have multiple streams of income in order to accomplish those things. And the top of the year started out great. I had um, some press, some media press on um, Channel 12 News regarding my book, regarding the podcast that my husband and I were doing. And um, and then that was something else that I was also working on. Um, My husband and I had our own podcast that we were working on as well. So there were a lot of things going on. And I can say in hindsight, looking back, that there were too many things going on. (laughs) There were too many things going on. Um, 
But um, nevertheless, I started out on that journey and I attempted to uh, to tackle all of those things. Now, mind you, a, a subgroup of um, my online coaching was also a, a Facebook group that I have entitled Sisters in Purpose. And so I also wanted to cultivate that and create community. And so at the start of the year, I was having monthly meetups with the women who were a part of that community, monthly in-person meetups. And um, I was also committed to every Monday going live and talking about a topic um, or having a special guest come on and and discuss, you know, their expertise or um, their topic of discussion um, to really build and create community. And so that was very, very important for me. And so I did all of those things Um, I would say for the first quarter and it proved to be very, um, a lot of work. Um, it, it felt like more work and I felt like it was more work than working my full-time job. I was working, I had not set any hours. I had not set any particular days that I was going to be doing certain things. Um, I had not really grasped the social media part of it. And so I was constantly um, posting, constantly um, trying to create that social media presence and that awareness. And so I was just constantly doing work. Um, Since I was home, my son, actually in the beginning, my son was still going to aftercare. So that was great. Um, But by the time I picked him up, I was completely still trying to navigate through the housework aspect of it. Um, the making sure food and stuff was ready aspect of it. And, and I was still working because a lot of my lives and things happened in the evenings. A lot of my podcast recordings happened in the evening when people were off of work. And so I was still working. I was still go back to work. And then I was working on the weekends because, um, because there's always something to do when you're an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm like dead serious. There's always something to do. And so in the very beginning, I found myself doing a lot of work and not really feeling like I'm, I could measure it. I, I could measure it or I could see the benefits of it. There were a lot of things happening. Um, but as far as like growing and cultivating something specific, um, I was not doing that. And I felt like I did not have a focus and like a like a solid focus. I was doing a lot of things. And um, I'm the type of individual, I take pride in the things that I do. So I want to make sure that I'm consistent in them. And I ride myself for that consistency. Like I hold myself, once I put it out there in the universe, once I put it out there on the post, that is my way of making myself actually have to do it. And so I, because I, I don't want to be seen as someone who does not keep their word, or as someone who is not honest. And so I would trick myself by announcing it, either announcing it on a live, announcing it through a flyer, and making myself stay committed to that. Now, a lot of great things happened in the first quarter. Um, Like I said, I had that media press, and um, I had a a lot of... um, people lined up to, to, to come on my podcast as guests, to be a part of my lives as, as guests. I had a lot of great things lined up. I had my, my cleared out individual carved out space and I had separated. I, I, I knew enough to make the decision to stop doing work in my bedroom <laughs> and, um, 
and transfer everything to the office. And so it really, it really was helpful. I knew that I needed to go into my office every day to do work because if not, I would be either watching TV or I'd be folding clothes or I'd be like, oh, let me just do this. Let me just do that. And I wouldn't be fully um, completing tasks. So I have figured that part out. Um, I'd say by the end of the first quarter, I recognized that I actually needed to give myself a schedule, like um, a time schedule. When is the times that I'm the most productive? Um, I'm a morning girl. So after I drop the kids off to school, um, it is better for me to go straight into work mode. And then maybe like around the 12 o'clock or one o'clock hour. That's one that maybe I would take a little me time from like one to two to unwind or, you know, maybe we would consider that lunch. Um, but I would unwind and then from like two on, um, I would start mixing some of the household things that I need to get done and some of the lighter work things. So <clears throat> posting social media content or, you know, sharing different um you know, content or just writing down notes or maybe recording a podcast, like recording podcasts were good for me in the afternoon because that's just like a conversation for me. And so um, I would do that later on um, in the day. And then uh, maybe like an hour or two before I was about to get my son um, from school, I would begin to prepare like what's happening for dinner, what's happening with X, Y, and Z and prepare myself for the unwind because my husband was about to come home and to, you know, make myself available to my family. And so, so that I've kind of figured that out after the first quarter. Um, And I, and honestly, I figured that out by asking, by talking to other entrepreneurs that were doing this and figuring out how are you, how are you uh, dividing your time? Like how, what is your time management looking like? How are you able to get all these things done? Cause girl, I feel like I'm just going, going, going. And like, nothing is really completely being done. I feel like I have my hands in so many different things, but I don't, I can't articulate exactly what I'm doing. um, Or I can't articulate how I want to show up um, as an individual because I have my hands in so many different areas. And, and so once I had that conversation, I knew that I needed to narrow it down. You know, a lot of people talk about narrowing your niche. And, um, and as women, we kind of get to where we're like, well, I could do it all. I could do it all and I want to do it all. And and I'm definitely that kind of chick, right? I'm like, I want to do it all. I want to do it all. But what I did understand was that I needed to narrow down exactly what I wanted to do and hone in my focus to that thing um, because all these other things were pulling from me. And I just felt like if I um, put energy into a couple of things as opposed to six or seven things, I could really develop those couple of things. And so at this point, I do want to absolutely make it clear that I was not making any money for my business. I was teaching and um, bringing in that way. And my husband was working and living off savings, right? And so, well, I won't say I wasn't bringing any money. I was bringing in very little, (laughs) very little money. Nothing Nothing that we could live off of. Um, And so... I knew that I needed to adjust something because there were some targeted financial goals that I needed to reach and maintain. And um, and so I, I needed that to happen. So I needed to revamp, refocus, <clears throat> get it together. Right. So 
that was my first quarter. So I came to that realization. So as we are approaching the second quarter, um, a lot of a lot of personal things happened in my family and my family and my life. And and that, I will say, really jolted me off course. And and what happened was instead of instead of focusing on the niche down, I just continued to do the things that I was doing before. So what is that thing that's called like habit is a bleach? Um, you know, it's 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 hard to break a habit. And I had not fully established my new habit. And so when when um when life hits you, when life hits you and um, you're dealing with the emotional impact of things that are happening. And, and so just not to even get into it too deeply, but there was a major breach in a partnership that me and my husband had. And it was not just a business partnership, but it was supposed to be a family. It was supposed to be um, a deeper, deeper relationships. And so not only did that... Um, not only was that like a devastation because of the partnership, but it was also like a shift because of the relationship aspect of it. And so I always talk about how like how relationships are important. I always talk about that. I always talk about how communication is super important over communicating because I know how impactful relationships are in our everyday lives, right? Whether it be our relationship with our spouse, whether it be our relationship with our children, whether it be our relationship with our parents or our family or um, our business partners, whatever. When those things take a hit, take like a major hit or a major blow, it is very impactful in, in the rest of our lives. And and I think that we can walk around and we can act like it's not, but the truth of the matter is that it is. And um, And so there was a major blow and an impact and that kind of shook up everything. And so what what I begin to do from the entrepreneur perspective is I just begin to fall back into habit um, because there was so many other emotional or mental things going on that I couldn't bring myself to like transfer to this to this entrepreneur mental space. So I just went back into what was normal. So now I'm just doing what's normal. But remember, what's normal is not producing income, right? Right. Because if we want to if we want to see a change, we have to do something different. And so that was the space that I found myself in during the second quarter. And um, so let's talk about mental space a little bit, because mental space is so important when you're an entrepreneur. Um, You know, we hear a lot of people talk about how you really have to be able to believe for the things that um that you don't see, you have to believe in your mind that this is worth it. You have to be able to press through even when things aren't seeming as if they are working out. Like uh, the entrepreneur space is is a mental game. Like your your head has to be in the game because there's no one else. Your The numbers may not do it for you. Um, you may not have anybody else on your team. You may be a solopreneur. And you need to be able to encourage yourself. You need to be able to push yourself. And so if your your head is not mentally in the game, it this is going to be 
so, so much more difficult. It is already difficult when you're in a healthy mental space. It's already difficult when you're when you're strong minded, strong willed. It's already difficult. And so if you are being challenged with life, right, with things going on in life, it can make it even that much more difficult. And so I wanted to express that because that is one of the reasons why um, I just kind of fell back into doing what I was doing because it was already a habit. So it didn't require much mental space. It didn't require much um, much mental space because when you're dealing with uh, mental and emotional things, that stuff is taking up a lot of your, your mental space. Um, and so, so that's how second quarter looked, right? So now we roll into third quarter. Third quarter... It's summer. Kids are getting out of school. Temperatures changing. Um, and as a full-time entrepreneur, not bringing in the income um, that I was bringing in as a full-time employee, my son, you know, he could not afford to go to summer camp. And quite frankly, I was kind of looking forward to the opportunity of us being home together and him not having to do that. But with that means that I also have to plan out his day. So not only am I trying to figure out my schedule, get my mental space together, I'm also trying to make sure that he's getting all the things that he needs done. And so now I have to do a whole new schedule, right? So I've kind of figured out when is my best, when I'm at my best, when I can work um, most efficiently. And I got this like system down, but now I have to change the whole system because he's home and I don't want him watching TV all day. I don't want him playing video games all day. I don't want those things happening for him. So now it's like another revamp. On top of that, we decided to sell our house. And the summertime is when everyone is looking for a house. So the house is on the market. The house is always being shown. And so the responsibilities or the level of work that I had to do in the house just doubled, just increased, right? Because now I have people walking all through my house looking at nooks and crannies, right? Looking on the looking at the piece of paper on the floor, looking at the dust in the window, looking at everything. And so now um, I'm having to manage management of the house has become a priority. Whereas before it was on the priority list, but it wasn't it wasn't trumping it. And so now I have management of the house and I have management of my son who is home during the day. And 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 so what did I do? Y'all guessed it. Just kept going with the flow. You know, I did not niche down. I did not (laughs) do those things that I knew that I needed to do if I wanted to be able to hone in and focus on certain things so that I could. um so that I could begin to really concentrate on targeting and monetizing and allowing that monetization to do what I needed it to do. And so um, that was an adjustment, but, but that became the focus. And so I'm saying all this because life shifts, right? And a lot of these things that we call distractions um, may not necessarily be something we can omit. Like I can't just omit my house. I can't just omit my kid. I can't just omit those things. I can't omit the uh, the breach or the, 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 the sudden shift or change that's happening in a business relationship. I can't omit those things, right? As much as we may want to, that's not, that's not the reality of the situation. 
And so then it became the really beginning to understand how to navigate through the transition. How am I navigating through this transition? What, Lord, are you telling me to do in this season? Because the season has changed. And although at the top of the year, the season was this, 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 now here in this third quarter, the season is clearly different. The season is clearly something else. And am I going to be able to adequately navigate through this new season that I now find myself in, that I need to navigate through? I need to navigate through it because certain things need to be done, right? And so, again, at that time, there was a shift. And so that, that I feel, as far as my entrepreneurship, I feel like that was a low point during my entrepreneurship journey. As far as, sorry, guys, I'm sorry, I'm catching a cold or something. I can't get this frog out of my throat. But um, that there was a shift there. There was something that I needed to adjust um, in order to navigate through that time in my life. And, and I had to make the necessary adjustments. I had to adjust. I had to take time and figure out like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? What is priority? What should I be focusing on? What should I be um, like if, okay, I, I mean, maybe I can't do all this. Like, yo, I'm not superwoman. I am, I am going to admit I am not superwoman. I cannot do all of these things. But what one thing do you want me to do? Do you want me to focus on? And that one thing for me was my podcast. And, um, and so I stayed committed to the podcast. I stayed committed to recording the podcast. And it was so, it was an easy lift for me. Um, it was an easy lift for me. And so I just began to do that. And then I had to put on my other hat. And so I think when we talk about work-life balance, um, a lot of people, um, a lot of people think that there is actual a balance. And I don't think that there's a balance. I think that there is a, um, a shifting of what becomes priority and what can't be priority and changing of, of priorities. And sometimes it's it's more um, entrepreneur focused and then sometimes it's more family focused. Sometimes it's more marriage focused. Where do I have to put more of the focus on? And then the areas that that I can't give as much focus to making sure that the time that I do give it is super productive. It's super productive and super efficient. And that really will require um, narrowing down what actually needs to be done and, and having an having a honest conversation with yourself about what your actual bandwidth is, what your actual bandwidth is, what you are actually capable of doing and what you're not. And, and committing to the things that you actually can commit to. Um, and so for me, that felt like a low um, in my entrepreneur journey because, um, because I wasn't doing, I wasn't, wasn't where I, I wanted to be by the time the third quarter came. I wasn't where I wanted to be um, financially. I wasn't where I wanted to be business-wise. I was just like kind of trying to figure out what the heck, <laughs> what what is going on. But I I I, I um, accounted it all to the summer, the kids being out, all these different things, right? And so then the summer came and went, and the house thing was just took such a toll on us. Um, but I also began to incorporate. I found ways to incorporate my son in what I was doing in my business. 
And um, and so that was a really unique experience and fun and something that I would not um, that I enjoyed. And I'm glad I allowed myself to do that because I could have very much been like, all right, kids, stay in the room, watch TV all day and just do that all day and not um, and not really interact and develop and grow with him. He was like my my little business buddy. And, <laughs> you know, when I had to take certain phone calls, he was in the car with me. When I had to do videos, he joined me on some of my videos. And, and when I was recording my podcast, he sat silently and played. So, you know, it, it, it was something that allowed it allowed us to bond. And sometimes we have to accept the seasons and the, and the places that we're in. You know, we, we sometimes we just have to accept them. Some, I mean, we can't do anything about them most of the time. But it seems like even when we can't do anything about them, we still fight them. And sometimes we have to stop fighting them and just accept them and see how how we we are in need of shifting, see how we are in need of adjusting in order to navigate through that time. And so that's what the third quarter looked like. And so now we're at the fourth quarter, right? So now we're in September. Um, one of the things that excited me about the third quarter was I was like, we're going to have this house sold, where it will be settled, everything will be situated. So by the time school starts, I get the kids back in school, bam, I can get, you know, back on my list and get running. And, and that wasn't the case. We didn't sell the house until December. And so it, it was still another like, a lot of um, loose ends, a lot of things. And, and so the one thing about being a full-time entrepreneur, if you do, especially if you're working, and then I was working from my home. So now I'm packing up things in my home and I'm working from my home and I'm looking for stuff to be able to do certain things. And um, it just, it was just, you know, stuff is in storage, stuff is not here. It just began to become like, where am I? This Twilight Zone, you know, what is happening? And so uh, the the fourth quarter didn't quite turn out the way that I had hoped that it would as far as my business is concerned. But what I really did start doing, though, yeah, I think it's really important for us to understand when we've been called to transition, when we're in transition and there is a shift that that we need to make. And the as the fourth quarter began, you know, everybody's talking about fourth quarter. That's when you start playing for your 2020 and I just couldn't even see what my 2020 was going to look like. Um, I think life had hit me in the face with so many different things um, that it was just kind of like there was so many unanswered questions, so many open loose ends. That's the word I'm looking for. There were so many loose ends. And even now, as I'm talking, we're still very much in transition. We haven't um, found that apartment that fits us. And we're still looking for that. And we're, you know, in between spaces. Um, but what, but what, but what, but what, but what I am learning and what I have learned is that, um, where I place my trust and where I place my hope and, and that, and that God is still able to do whatever it is that he has destined to be done in my life. And so some things that I didn't talk about that also happened business-wise is that I was able to meet a couple of my, meet and talk to, have in-depth conversations with a couple of my virtual mentors, people who I have looked up to from afar. I don't really know them, but like I follow them. I read their books and, and things of that, nat- that nature. And actually been able to have like in-person, one-on-one conversations with them and just really see and understand that they are just like me and you. 
They are just like me and you. They have had their ups, they've had their highs, they've had their lows, and they have had many more lows and they have had highs. And and as um, you go through this entrepreneur journey, you have to know that there are more lows than there are highs. And that it's not just about reaching success, it's about reaching the successes. And so there will be many landmarks that you will reach, many um, successes that you will have. It's not just going to be one. Um, and there are going to be many lows in between that time. And so entrepreneurship is really a lot more lows than there are highs. Really, there are. And I, I speak to entrepreneurs all of the time. Those that on the outside, we would say, oh, they're so successful. And those who by right, like are successful because it doesn't just because you have many different successes, um, you know, that is what builds up to major success or however you define success to be. So there are a lot of successful people that will tell you that there were so many lows that they experienced, like those lows outnumber that one success that they hit. Um, But they had to go through that process and they had to go through that journey. And so that's where I am at the state of right now, currently. Understanding that there are a lot of lows or things that I perceive to be lows that are really just a part of the process to get you where you have to go. And so it's important, it's super important that we learn how to navigate through that process. We have to learn how to navigate through our lows. We have to learn how to navigate through our transitions, our distractions, the distractions that we can't just omit from life because they're there and they're slapping us in the face and they're not going anywhere. We have to deal with them. So we have to learn how to navigate through that space. And I think a key component of that is recognizing that 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 navigation is required, that there will be lows that will will need to be navigated and that there will be many of them, especially as you're pressing forward and going into unknown territory, as you're going into spaces where that may not have been carved out, there may not have been someone that has gone before you, there are going to be a lot of lows that you still need to navigate through. And, um, and that's why it's super important that you're doing this. You have to have a purpose in the call um, behind what you're doing. And you have to have a deeper desire. It has to go beyond you wanting to make money. It has to go beyond you wanting to be known. It has to go beyond you wanting to be that next biggest thing. It has to go beyond that. There has to be a passion. There has to be a purpose behind it because that is what is going to help you through the navigation process. That is what's going to keep you moving forward. That's what's going to keep you showing up, right? When you don't want to show up. I've had, y'all don't, y'all don't know how many times, how many conversations I've had about getting a, just a regular nine to five. I mean, I have taken, I have done some consulting work to bring in extra income. And that's another thing. The consulting work has nothing to do with my brand of Tisha Talks, right? But it's still something that I'm gifted in and I'm able to do. And so I consult in that matter and I allow that to bring in extra streams of income. Navigating through the time, navigating through the season. What does that navigation look like for you, right? And so... And so um, it has just been an interesting 2019 and 2020 is 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 um, starting off just as interesting. And but the thing that I, I have definitely taken away from this is that it is all a process and that just because it there are lows, just because it, it doesn't look like what we thought or what we planned it should look like doesn't mean we should back away and it doesn't mean we should 
give up or forget about it. It doesn't mean that your dream is wrong. It doesn't mean that your purpose is is not true. It doesn't mean that that you're not supposed to walk in it or you're not supposed to continue to go after it. It is truly a part of the process. It is truly a part of the process. And I think a lot of people don't understand that part about entrepreneurship and people give up and people quit and people stop. Um, but this is all expected, guys. Expect many bumps in the road. Expect many lows before you get to that high. Expect it because it is a part of the process. But those highs will so be worth it. It will be worth it. And the things that you learn and the ways that you grow, I have learned and grown so much during this pro- process, during this these lows. Um and it has helped cultivate me as an individual and as a person in a way that me just having successes would never have done. I tell you, it would never have done. It has helped craft and create craft. It has helped craft and mold the individual that I am today. And the way that I position myself and the way that I show up is definitely crafted out of the lows that I've experienced, right? And it allows me to handle the highs in a better way. It positions me to handle the highs, the successes well, right? And so I just want to encourage you guys today. That is my truth about entrepreneurship. I'm not going to get too, too, too deep into it, but that is my truth. And just navigating, being committed to navigating through the transition and through the process and not quitting, not quitting, shifting, adjusting and changing as the season requires, but not changing. I mean, but not, I'm sorry, guys, but not quitting. Um, Because if you quit, you'll never see the success. You'll never see the high. And I refuse to be in all these lows and never see my daggone high. (laughs) All right, you guys. So um, I'm super excited about 2020. I'm super excited about the visions and the plans that we have um, prepared for. And we're looking forward to moving in. And I know that you guys are going to achieve them. I just want you to be prepared for the not so comfortable things that may come along with them. Um, And as always, when passion meets purpose, great things happen. Continue moving forward in your purpose. And I can't wait to see how God shows up in the things that you guys put your hands to. Talk to you later. Hey guys, so I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I hope it was encouraging or it inspired you or it empowered you to do something that you wouldn't normally do. I really hope that these podcasts are helping you. And what I would absolutely love is if you could give me a star or I think there's some hand claps or something you can do to just show me some love. Let me know that I'm on the right track and I'm supplying you with valuable information that is going to help you in your journey as you're discovering your purpose, as you're walking in your purpose, and as you're walking in your passion. So until next time, guys, share and subscribe.